Happy Monday, Wildcat fans, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, big, big weekend for the Arizona Wildcats right now. Um, let's get started here. A lot to talk about. Colorado, Utah, vice versa. Lots to get to. Let's get started. You are locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, Wildcat fans. And again, thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. Arizona takes care of business against the Mountain Schools. Now, how many times have we talked throughout the season about how Arizona kind of plays to its level of competition? And when you look at their resume, when you look at their schedule, when you look at everything that's gone down, it's pretty hard to argue that that isn't the case. I mean, case in point, you uh, beat teams like Tennessee, you beat teams like Utah, you, or excuse me, UCLA, you beat teams like Creighton, San Diego State, Indiana, I can keep going on and on. And then you lose to Washington State, you lose to Stanford, you get pummeled by Oregon. I can just, like I said, I can just keep going on and on down the list, but Arizona hopefully has uh, eradicated some of that. The game against uh, uh, Utah, I think, was the first one because keep in mind Thursday's game against Utah. Utah looked, or uh, Utah beat Arizona in Salt Lake City and looked very, very good in the process. Meanwhile, Arizona, Arizona struggled. Arizona struggled in a big, big way, um, and it was pretty much across the board. Now. If I were and if I were to tell you that if Arizona playing in McHale against Utah and Julius Tabellis did not play well, you'd probably think to yourself, "Oh gosh, man, going to be another nail biter." It wasn't. Arizona took care of business, and that was uh, what you needed. Um, performances across the board. Kirk Creesa had a magnificent game. Courtney Ramey had another big game. Um, Cedric Henderson again. Pella Larson, Swedish pinball. Did his thing as well. There was a lot to like. Uh, there was a lot to like from this uh, from this game from this season. To be actually, uh, to be honest with you, um, but Arizona though took care of business and they did it again without a Julius Tabellus, which is I think something that we can't really overstate or understate. To be honest with you, because keep in mind, this has been Arizona's best player. He's in a little bit of a tailspin right now, uh, not playing great basketball. And I think for a team that so many people thought is being reliant on a Julius Tabellis, you needed to uh, have somebody that could step in and, um, you know, take advantage or take charge, I guess, when uh, when player, when people weren't playing well. And that's exactly what happened here with the University of Arizona. Now, let's talk a little bit then. Let's talk a little bit now about Utah or excuse me, Colorado. Colorado comes in and everybody knows you got a little, there's a background, there's a little bit of a chippiness factor when it comes to uh, Colorado, when it comes to Arizona. Now, granted, a lot of this chippiness factor is because of uh, Sean Miller. Tad Boyle doesn't like Sean Miller. Uh, I'm assuming uh, the feeling is mutual and vice versa. So that's certainly something that uh, Arizona fans, I think, are uh, are aware of. I don't think that uh, anybody is really that surprised by it. But still, at the end of the day, Arizona, um, it's a new era. Arizona, though, against Colorado, totally different than what we've seen before. Arizona against Colorado went in there, and 
or excuse me, Colorado came in there and basically limited Azulis to Bellis again. But what's very, very nice about all of this, though, is that, yes, while they limited Azulis to Bellis to a certain degree, I get that, they also um, brought out some of the best in other Arizona players there. And by bringing out some of the best in other Arizona players there, I'm talking about guys like uh, Umar Ballo. Now, Umar Ballo came into this season, came into uh, uh, or came into this game again, not playing the Maui dominant Umar Ballo that I think we've seen and become accustomed to in the past. But you know, more of a little bit of an up and down type situation where you know you're kind of wondering, all right, what game are you going to get out of Umar today? What is uh, what's that deal going to be? Umar Ballo answered everything in outstanding uh, protocol right there. 18 points, 16 rebounds. When you're a Julius Tabell, or excuse me, when you're Umar Ballo, that's what you need. That's what Arizona needs. Because keep in mind, and this isn't meant as a slight to Umar because I love Umar. Probably my favorite player on the team. But outside of maybe Seth Henderson. But with uh, uh, Julius Tabellis, though, struggling, um, and Julius relies on a little bit more skill. And I'm not saying that Ballo doesn't have skill. It's not what I'm saying. But he relies on a little bit more, I think, of just brute force. You know, getting in there, pushing people around, and uh, scoring. That should be something that travels pretty well, if we're being honest. That should be something that, you know, if you're, uh, you know, if you're a basketball player, you should be able to kind of step in there and, uh, you know, be able to make that one happen, for lack of a better term. And he did that, and he did that in a big way. Hopefully, this is a little bit of an eye-opener, too, to Azulis. Hmm. And to Umar that, yes, Azulis, we need you to be there, but Umar Ballo has your back, and he has your back to the fullest. It was an impressive performance there by the big guy, and hopefully more of that because when you're standing next to Umar Ballo, and anybody that has stood next to Umar Ballo knows this to be a fact, this is one of the biggest men you will ever see in life in general. He is huge. He is massive. And, um, again, just a big, big guy, and uh, he did what Arizona needed him to do right there. Very, very happy with what Umar Ballo has been able to bring to the equation. And um, now let's talk about Pella Larson. Pella Larson coming off the bench is uh, Larry Bird, essentially. Pella Larson off the bench, I've never really seen anything quite like it. He goes into these games and um, as a starter and, I mean, we've all seen it. I'm not breaking any news here, but we've all seen it. He struggles in uh, – he struggles in spots where um, he struggles in spots where uh, I guess the lights are on him. I don't know, for lack of a better term. But as a bench player, where he can come in, he's got kind of the field of the game down and all of that good stuff. Then he's kind of a different player, the Swedish pinball that brings out the best in the pinball right there. And from assists to uh, defense to timely scoring, he's just a different player. Whatever they're doing at Arizona, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep him coming off the bench. I don't care if he's coming back next. I don't care if he comes back next year and is an All American. He will come off the bench. That is for his self preservation, and that is for all of our self preservations as well. But again, very, very impressed by what I've seen from Mr. Pella Larson. And then got to talk about our guy, said Cedric Henderson Jr. Big-time, big-time performance here. Maybe his game of the season, maybe his game of the of his career, 
to be honest with you. He was absolutely fantastic. And um, you watch him out there, and um, he does a little bit of everything. Scores the ball, plays a little bit of defense, doesn't do anything dumb. Great, great player. Um, and uh, I think he's perfect in that starting lineup, to be honest with you. There's a lot of times you get guys that, uh, for whatever reason, just aren't comfortable in the, uh, are comfortable in the starting lineup. And I think Seth Henderson might be one of those guys because he just is playing with a little bit of a refound confidence, a little bit of a refound flair. And um, I think that's what you like, though, about it. And that's what you're certainly hoping to see more of if you're the University of Arizona, more of, not less of. And, uh, but again, big, big tip of the cap for, uh, uh, big, big tip of the cap for, from Tommy Lloyd for being able to make all of this happen because he mixes and matches the roster and, um, it's, it's impressive again, what he's been able to do. Uh, I think that, uh, again, Arizona fans should be incredibly happy with what they've seen here. Arizona now is 25 and four on the season and Tommy Lloyd is, coming close to the NCAA record for wins in a season by a coach. And again, that is a, uh, that's something that we can't really take lightly right here. Um, now with, uh, with the university of Arizona though, um, what are you looking forward to now? Well, you know what? I don't think we've even seen the best that Arizona has to offer because, because again, Pelolars or excuse me, uh, uh, Sorry about that. Um, Kerr, uh, Kylan Boswell coming off the bench. Kylan Boswell is a different dude. He's a guy that as a sixth man, you name it. Kylan Boswell can do some really, really good things out there. And he's shown it time and time again. Each time I watch Boswell, I'm thinking to myself, man, he is going to be really, really, uh, he's going to be really, really good, uh, next year, the year after that, he's going to be an all conference type dude. Um, again, the, uh, um, you got to remember though, that it's going to take a little bit of time, but Tommy Lloyd, generally when he makes his player proclamations, he's turned out to be right. And, um, when he's made his player proclamations, not only has he turned out to be right, he's turned out to be right in astounding, uh, uh actuality. Christian Coloco, for example, last, uh, previous year, remember, Christian, he said Christian Coloco, he thought could be in contention for the conference uh, defensive player of the year. And lo and behold, he ran away with that. Talked about last year's team, and he said, I know what good teams look like. This is a good team. And Arizona wasn't ranked. Christian Coloco wasn't on any radar, anything like that. But you know what? He was still able to make things happen. And uh, so, again, Tommy Lloyd knows what he's talking about. So when he says that Ky- <clears throat> excuse me. So when he says that Kylan Boswell is going to be one of the best players that has come through the University of Arizona, um, or at point guards, I take it with a little bit of grain of salt because I don't ever see him being Bibby, Stoudemire, Terry, but, man, he's good. He's really, really good, and he's growing on the fan base, pardon the pun. He's growing on the fan base in a big way. He's been incredibly impressive. That was a massive get by Tommy Lloyd. And quite frankly, I didn't see Kylan Boswell doing much this year. I thought that Kylan Boswell would – thought it would take him some time, thought that he would uh, – again, thought it would take him a little bit of time and that he would come in here and it would be a little bit of a struggle – Hasn't been a struggle at all for him. He's been uh, he's been very very impressive as the season goes on. Love seeing that. Um, so again, 
we're I think we're kind of at this point where you know that it's a seven man rotation. Um, you got Umar Ballo, you got Courtney Ramey, you got Kylan Boswell, Seth Anderson, Pella Larson, Kirk Creesa, Azulis Tabellis. So you're going to go with those seven. I would love to see a little bit more of the four peaks out there, but uh, doesn't really feel like that's going to happen. Tommy Lloyd knows what he's doing, though, so I'm not going to get on Tommy Lloyd for that one. All right, LinkedIn. Something that also people know what they're doing. Check out LinkedIn. Get the applicants you need for free. LinkedIn job sponsored by LinkedIn. All right. Everybody knows somebody that has utilized LinkedIn in the past. And the reason that uh, everybody utilizes LinkedIn is because it works. People like it. You can go on there again. Go into LinkedIn backslash locked on college. Post your job for free. And uh, you will be very happy with the results. Again, there's a reason that everybody uses LinkedIn. It's because it works. Check it out. LinkedIn.com backslash locked on college. Post your job for free. I've got, uh, I've gotten jobs through LinkedIn. You probably have, or you know somebody that has. It works. Check it out. All right. Now, this is going to be a recruiting segment right here, so let's talk a little bit about it. We're going to focus here in on Dedon Thomas, point guard out of Nevada. Dedon Thomas, as many of you know, um, his father was a grade at UNLV. Right now, it looks like Houston, UNLV, Arizona. Those are kind of the guys um thomas would be a great great fit here uh again he wouldn't come in next year he'd come in the year after um where kylan boswell would theoretically be a junior at the time um if you could get to don thomas that would be a huge mark because then your point guard recruiting is essentially done for a couple years because you already got a big time dude in boswell which we can already tell and then you follow him up with to don thomas you would be pretty well put right there. The other guy that's obviously in the mix is uh, Zoom Diallo. Uh, Diallo, another great player. Um, I don't feel as great about Arizona's chances of possibly getting him, but you would love to be able to see that one happen. Okay, that's been your segment by LinkedIn. We're going to take a quick break. Come right back with you. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, talk a little bit more about this team and uh, what we saw this past weekend. Now. I'm going to bring this up again because I think for so many people that you feel like a Julius Tabellis is, if Arizona doesn't have a Julius Tabellis, then you know they're going to be in a lot of bit. Of, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. And uh, yes, that's uh, that's certainly is the case. But this has been a this has been a situation though where other guys have stepped up. That wasn't happening earlier in the season. And not only was it not happening earlier in the season, everybody just kind of looked lost when it was, uh, everybody just kind of looked lost to be honest with you. And that's changed. A big reason why is I think players are falling into their roles. You feel very comfortable that Umar Ballo, uh, 
or excuse me, to Courtney Ramey, kind of knows where he's at at this point. The assist numbers are off the charts right now for these guys. That means that they're playing really good ball together, obviously. And that, again, is a big kudo, kudos to Tommy Lloyd because he knows how to mix and match things. And he's not he's not one of these guys who's absolutely stubborn to, well, I've got to do this, I've got to do that um, because, you know, X, Y, Z. Doesn't do any of that. He goes with what makes his lineup work the best. And he's done that so far. Um, again, there's been a lot of tinkering this year. Um, Kirk Carissa, obviously playing point, but at the same time, Courtney Ramey is also starting to initiate more of the offense. Uh, Tommy Lloyd um, brought, as we talked about earlier, brought Pella Larson off the bench. Uh, that has worked. And uh, he's tightened up the rotation, but he's still given the peaks some minutes, though, when he sees fit for the peaks to get some minutes. So... Again, this is a guy that is kind of – this is a guy who's a next-level coach. This is a guy who's a next-level strategist overall. Very impressed, though, by Tommy Lloyd. We're obviously very lucky to have him here in Tucson. Now, let's talk about uh, here – we're going to talk about this a little bit tomorrow too. But let's also talk about where uh, Arizona is, Tommy Lloyd is in the grand scheme of things, with his wins. When he – because he will, he's going to become the all-time leader in wins at the or uh, uh, for a coach in his first two years in college basketball. That is a heck of an accomplishment. And again, I think that uh, people know about it, but for whatever reason, it doesn't feel like we're talking as much about it as we should be. Because you look at the names on there. I mean, these are some pretty storied. Uh, these are some pretty storied programs that we're talking about right now, and they are. Um, um, and, you know, honestly, they are at the top. And Lloyd actually could smash this record. Not only is he going to break it, he could beat this record by five or six games. That's just how good he has been. And, uh, you know, it's been remarkable. Now, listen, he was handed a lot of talent. I'm not going to say he wasn't. But nope, Arizona hadn't won a tournament game in five years. Um, they weren't preseason ranked. Any of that stuff. So it's not like it was preordained that this was going to happen. But, you know, again, he was handed a good team. Um, Bill Guthridge, on the other hand, if I'm my mind, if my memory serves me well, he took over for a Final Four team at North Carolina. It's a little bit different in my book. But either way, not to minimize either one. But one thing that we can't minimize, though, is Built Bar. All right. Built Bar is based out of Utah. And the reason that it's based out of Utah or one of them that you might think is because it's it's very uh, – it's for big, strong people. And you know what? The people out in Utah are strong and they are big and they are lively. Built Bar, um, again, everybody's been to the gym where you're like, I don't really want to go to the gym because then if, after the workout, I'm going to eat something gross. Built Bar takes advantage of that. Built Bar says you do not need to worry about that. Built Bar will bring in high protein, good taste. Again, you can check it out at your local GNC's Built Bar. Check it out. All right, we'll be right back with you. You are listening to Locked On Wildcats. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, um, Arizona needed to win this this homestand in resounding fashion, and they did just that. Very nice performance there by the Wildcats. And not only was it a very nice performance by the Wildcats, it was a performance where I think uh, you can look at it and say, man, there's a lot to build on right there because um, 
there was a lot of questions about Arizona playing to the level of its competition. And not only did it not play to the level of competition, even when its best player didn't play well, they still smashed the level of competition in front of them. And again, you got ASU coming to town next week. Um, I expect Arizona to crush ASU. But again, great time to be a Wildcat fan. All right, we're going to talk tomorrow about player what errors each player needs to do going forward to secure that number one seed and what the importance of that number one seed would be for the University of Arizona. But as always, you have a great Monday. Appreciate you all. You have been listening to the Locked on Wildcats podcast.